Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. And welcome to the podcast, everybody. My name is Kevin McDonald, and I have a very, very special treat for you today. The guest that I have on the show today is a certified hypnotherapist. She's also a therapist. I, You know, I tried to write down everything that you do, and it, the list was too long. So let me see if I got this right. First of all, let me introduce Melody Litton. Melody, how are you today? Today is a fabulous day. I am great. Thanks for having me, it, Kevin. It is a fabulous day. Now, first of all, you're. Uh, let me see if I got the, if I miss anything here. You're an author. You're a I hypnotherapist. Am. You're <laughs> a uh, therapist. You're a coach. You're a trainer. You're a certified yoga instructor, right? Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> the only one I would correct you on is I am not a mental health therapist. So hypnotherapy and coaching and spiritual coaching and wellness coaching, they're all in a different classification and legal classification. So I am not a therapist in the sense of a mental health provider, but absolutely on the spiritual end, the energetic end, the emotional end, and more of the coaching and hypnotherapy, which is a different classification. Which is how we ran into each other because... I've been uh, looking at doing some coaching and getting some personal counseling, and I was looking at the various types of people that are out there. And what I really wanted was a uh, somebody that had that could really get me in touch with my soul, get in touch with my my inner self and who I really am. And so I thought, you know, hypnotherapy would be a great way to go. And so I was looking around. And uh, uh, your your uh, uh, website popped up, and your business popped up, which is Healing for Life, right? Correct. And and so as it turns out, you and I were already connected by a bunch of other people that are in both of our worlds that you we know each other. Oh, by the way, in addition to doing all of that, you're a mother and a wife. And you are very, very involved in the church that you go to. When do you sleep? <laughs> you know, it's interesting. Over the years, I have found that I'm able to balance it all as long as I'm staying connected to myself and connected to divine energy. And somehow, it all balances in a beautiful way. It's amazing to me because you are so busy. I can't, you know, and thank you for taking the time to do this podcast because it's really important that people understand what it is that you do and all of the tools that you have at your disposal that you so graciously have have been willing to give people and we're going to get to talk about more of that in a minute but uh so let's start how did you get involved with hypnotherapy and what was your design and what was your passion around it Mm, my entry into the alternative healing world came through my work as a foster parent and i had foster children in and out of my home and two of these children ended up adopting the first being a 13 year old 
daughter with disassoci disassociative identity disorder and oppositional defiance disorder, as well as a history of trauma. And she was a handful. <laughs> she was beautiful. And I could see so much light and amazingness in her. And then there was all of this pain and dysfunction and struggle as well. And at that point, I didn't know much about the alternative healing world. And I was doing everything that Western society told me to do. We were going to traditional counselors and psychiatrists, and we were, they were putting on medications that were zombieing her out. And nothing was truly helping. Some things covered some of the symptoms some of the time. But nothing was helping her to heal and balance. And one day, I just threw my arms up to the heavens. And I was like, OK, God, you're giving me these kids. You've got to show me what to do. And that moment was the beginning of an entirely new path that became my life path and life purpose. Started out learning more about our spiritual nature, and that led me to learning more about energy medicine and energy healing. And several years into that, I ended up up in Washington and haphazardly ended up at a hypnotherapy training, not having any idea what I was getting into. And three days into the training, new. I'm like, oh, this is how I tie everything else together, all the tools I've been learning, all the stuff I've been learning, and bring it into myself in such a way that I can share it and guide people back to the truth of who they are. And my daughter no longer has the label of disassociative identity disorder, and she also is off of all medications. And it's just evidence to me <laughs> that the heavens are open and give us the guidance we need when we're asking and willing to take steps forward. That is awesome. See, I, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm glad I asked that because that, that is really, <laughs> that is phenomenal. But I didn't yeah. realize that you were a foster parent and, and that you did those, all of that. Now, let's talk a little bit about energy because that's why I came to you because I'm, I know that we are energetic beings in a physical body and that we are all connected and that energetically we all can touch each other in special ways. Um, has that been your experience? Absolutely. And I have found that the more aware we are of energy and how energy affects us, the healthier we stay and the happier our life becomes. So everyone, even if they don't have any prior concept of energy or they never heard anybody talking about energy, has already experienced the effects of energy. If for just a moment you pause and think of a time when you walked into a room right after there was a big disagreement or a heavy argument, and you walked in, you're like, ooh, I think I'm just going to back out of here. You walked in and immediately felt the tension, and that's the actual energetic substance that they created with the argument, or you felt it in your body. Let's say you were 12 years old and you did something you knew you weren't supposed to do, and dad was coming into the room and he's about to ask you, and you know you either have to lie or you have to tell the truth, and then you get in trouble, and you get that knot in your stomach. That's an evidence of energy. Our energy responds to our emotions, and that same energy creates physical sensations in the body based on those emotions and energetic responses. So we are physically connected to energy all the time, and that energy is affected by our emotions, and it's also affected by the emotions, the thoughts, the feelings, 
and what's going on around us in our environment and with other people. So if we are never aware that energy exists and we're not paying any attention throughout the day, people could be dumping energy on us or sucking energy from us or leaving their anger and suddenly we're just feeling really all moody and we don't know why and we are being affected whether or not we're consciously aware of it. So the more consciously aware we become of it, the better we can keep ourselves in balance and healthy and clear and keep track of what's my emotion, what's your emotion, and keep some really healthy energetic boundaries with people and environment. So energy can affect your health, your physical body health then, can't it? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. One of my very first clients, can I share a little bit about yes, that, physical health? One of my very first clients, when I was first getting started, I was still working out of my home. And her husband had to drive her to my home and carry her into my office because her body was literally shutting down. At home, she was mostly using a wheelchair, sometimes using a walker, occasionally being able to use a walker. And within the first couple of hypnotherapy sessions, discovered that her body was literally paralyzed with fear. She had been through a couple of very traumatic experiences. Um, and in those moments, her energetic body froze in fear. And it was affecting the way that her physical body could respond to actual life and movement. And as we worked through the experience and the trauma and the fear and brought her back to a healthier place, a healthier connection to herself, a healthier connection to divine energy, a healthier connection to the angels supporting her, the the trauma connection was able to be released. And her fourth session, she drove herself to my house and walked in the door. Oh, man. <laughs> no, it was pretty has- incredible. <laughs> That has to be, I want your job. That's a, that's a really fulfilling work. I do have the best job in the world. I can hardly call it a job. It's just the thing I do, <laughs> the thing I am. I don't know what it is really, but I love it. I love it, and every day I thank God that I get to be a part of people's healing and people's growth. And I want to touch on that because one of the things that that you are very, very clear about is that uh, whatever you choose to call God, God exists, and and or the source, or you know, people have got bunches of different names for how they call the divine. But uh, for those, if there are any out there that are doubting that the divine actually exists, that's where the energy comes from, isn't it? Absolutely. So I do honor and absolutely love and adore every name for divine energy, divine consciousness. And I have found that it matters very little what we call it. What matters most is how often we're choosing to connect to it and recognize it and allow for it in our life. So there's something that is greater than just this little human self that we are. And that something is what connects us and coordinates us and guides us and helps us and supports us. And we can think of that in whatever name, whatever form that feels most honoring and most truthful to us. 
But if we stop worrying about what someone else calls it and just be glad that they have a way to connect to it, we find a lot more peace. And it also gives us the freedom to realize, oh, I can connect with that energy and call it whatever I need to. Some people really just tap into an energy of love. They believe that there is an essence of love that connects us. So they just call it love. Other people know it as spirit or universe or God or angels or higher consciousness or collective consciousness. We can call it whatever we choose. What's important is that we start to recognize it and feel it and allow for it. And what I've found in my hypnotherapy sessions is that everyone that I have worked with, even if they walk in the door and tell me, I believe in nothing, I am an atheist, I don't believe in anything I can't see, anything I can't feel or hear with my ears, I'm like, that's fine. But are you willing to stay open to the possibility that there's a chance that something else might exist? And I'm like, well, maybe. And in a session, there is always a moment where they connect with divine energy. I remember one woman, beautiful woman, she was in her late 60s, and she came in and had no religious upbringing, no spiritual upbringing, no belief in anything higher than herself. But when I invited her higher power to come forward in a session, she suddenly started sobbing. And I asked her to share with me what she was sensing or seeing or feeling. And she's like, there's this beautiful mountain. She's like, I see this beautiful mountain and all I can feel from it is love. Like it's the most overpowering love that I have ever felt. And I said, there it is. Connect with your mountain. That becomes what you can draw from, where you can draw your strength, where you can draw your guidance, where you can draw your power. And so from that moment, the mountain became her higher power. So when I say God, that encompasses any name, face, shape, or form that you most attune to and can draw from or trust in or ask for wisdom and support. I can verify that because because that happened to me in your office. (laughs) Yes, because you'd like to share about that. Well, because you asked me to when okay, you you asked me that very same question, and I instantly, and I don't know where it came from. Uh, well, I do now, but uh, I, it came anyway. I brought back a fifty mile hike that I was on with a bunch of Boy Scouts, and we were going up this hill, and it was on the the uh, east side of, of the Cascades of the uh, in Washington State. And it was dry, and it was arid, and it was rocky, and it was hot, and it was brown. Everything was just brown. There wasn't much vegetation. And we were walking and walking and walking. And then we get to the top, and the the top was probably only about 30 feet wide uh, when we were going over the, the hill. And on the other side, it was beautiful green. It was snow-capped mountains. It was evergreen trees as far as you could see. And it was a metaphor for where I was and where I'm going, and that just appeared. You just made that. Well, you didn't make that happen, but you nope, facilitated. I just invited that. it, <laughs> and it was it was remarkable. And I've I've also gotten. I'm going to talk about it later after our interview. 
um, because I had another session with you recently, and then you typed up, thank you very much, by the way, I look at it often, and you mm-hmm. typed up what I said that I didn't remember what I said, which is really interesting. Is that how hypnosis works before I leave that topic? How does it work in the mind? How, how, how do we, how does it that, that I could come up with these things that I had no idea about? Mm-hmm. So hypnosis is actually just a natural state of mind that everyone is going in and out of regularly. Even up to 80% of the day, we're in a state of hypnosis. We go in and out of the natural state of hypnosis. Anytime we're doing something out of habit, anytime we are in an emotion, anytime we're in a feeling, you know, if you consider driving down the highway and suddenly you're like, oh, where'd those last two exits go? That's a state of hypnosis. You are still aware, you are still safely driving, but your mind kind of checked out and went somewhere else went a little deeper. Within the subconscious mind is stored all of our memories. And so the conscious mind is only about 10% or less of the mind. And then everything else has to be in there a little bit deeper. And it is natural, common, regularly happening for us to step in and out of that mind. But the role of a hypnotherapist is to help you go there intentionally and to help you stay there just a little bit longer. And the reason we don't normally do that on our own is because emotions are big, and some of those memories are scary and traumatizing, and sometimes we don't feel safe or comfortable exploring them on our own. And so our spirit and its wisdom doesn't take us there until someone is there supporting us and holding that safe container. So I feel that... The biggest part of what I'm doing is holding someone in love and in light and giving them the space to explore what their spirit already knows they want to look at and want to heal and are ready to heal. It's not my job to go in and find anything. I simply hold space and I invite and I ask. And then your own spirit, your own soul guides you into the mind to find and discover whatever is ready to be healed, whatever is ready to be grown or shifted in some way. And so we hold space just a little bit of uh, time. (laughs) It depends. Some people are ready to really deeply explore, and other times we just go in and we touch it, and then we draw back out and we go back in a different day when people are ready. But I find that our, our soul is very, very wise. One of the most important things that I do with hypnotherapy up front is, again, help people connect with divine energy and help people connect with the divine within themselves, their own soul or their own highest self is how I refer to that. Because then the highest self, your higher self, can guide us where we need to go. And it's not just, oh, what does Melody want to work on today? What does Melody think is important? That's irrelevant. (laughs) What matters is what your own inner wisdom, your own higher essence says we need to work on and where we need to go. In my case, my higher self brought me to you, specifically. And, and I know that because of all the synchronicities that went on for me to find you. Mm-hmm. And it was by design that they knew you, they, they know you're out there, and they know what you can do and how you can help. And so they, they guided me to you. Um, of that, I have no doubt. And it's, it's, it's been phenomenal. I, I really enjoy uh, working with you, and you are helping me help myself, 
which is which is a kind of a, a, a normal therapist that you know they're kind of or people that are in the counseling and stuff they they might want to help or they might want to be the one to help but you just provide the space like you said um and it's just it's just phenomenal i wanted to ask you about a couple things because one of the other things that really excites me about the, your work and what you're doing is number one you're an author and the the book unbreaking the soul is yours under a pseudonym um and tell us about that book so Unbreaking the Soul is published under my spiritual name, Jyoti Ma. And Jyoti Ma is how I refer to my higher self. <laughs> so when I wrote the book that is sharing the spiritual work that I do, it felt, felt most appropriate to share it with my spiritual name. So Jyoti Ma is part of the most beautiful divine part of me that I like to honor and, and welcome in any time that I'm doing healing work. Unbreaking the Soul is a book that shares all the things that I have a difficult time sharing just in casual conversation. When I was first going through a, a two-year program for hypnotherapy, I would get done with a weekend or with a special experience and be like, whoa, how am I possibly going to share this with the world? How am I possibly going to tell people what this is like and why they need to, why they would benefit from giving it a try? And doing that where Western society particularly doesn't have any experience at all with energy or hypnosis or any of the alternative healing world, I didn't really know how. But as I was pondering the question, my higher self was like, oh, we'll just write it down, write a book, <laughs> share it that way. So throughout the, the two years and then the following year doing more sessions in my private office, I just kept track of all of the sessions I was doing and put them together in such a way that I could share a principle of what we were working on and then examples from sessions. So Unbreaking the Soul is a culmination of two or three years of working with clients in the very beginning of my time as a practitioner. And I am grateful every day that I found a way to gently open the door to the possibility of someone exploring the world of healing and hypnotherapy. And if you'd like to get her book, you can. It's it's in Amazon, but you can go through um, uh, the uh Podbean site, which is myindependencereport.podbean.com, and it's in the recommended reading section. So you can just click on that, and that'll take you to where you can pick up a copy of that book. And there's one, another thing that I wanted to talk to you about, which I found just phenomenal, and uh, is is uh, elevating the soul. Talk to us about mm. the website elevating the soul. So there is just one of me. And there's a limited number of hours every day. And knowing that, I wanted to find a way to touch as many people as possible with the work that I'm being called to do and the things that are coming through me from divine energy. And I also wanted a way for people who had been working closely with me privately to continue healing, growing, connecting, and expanding after we were, after we slowed down on our private sessions. People might come weekly for a while, then they might come biweekly, then they might come monthly, and eventually they just don't need to come all the time <laughs> because they're doing well. And, but I didn't want for them to disconnect from healing and growth. 
So those two things, wanting to touch as many people as possible in the most affordable way as possible, as well as allowing people to connect with community and like-minded souls who are also doing healing and growth. A dear colleague and friend and teacher of mine, Michael Malone, he and I came together and created Elevating the Soul. And Elevating the Soul is a community of beautiful people who are seeking to support and uplift, heal together, as well as grow and expand. Within Elevating the Soul is a website where I share, and Michael shares as well, all of the courses that we've created. We have a myriad of online courses that have different topics and focuses to help people do their own healing work and growth, as well as every day we do a live stream teaching, some type of meditation or exercise or practice or just something that we find really uplifting that we want to share. And in that way, every day we have the opportunity with each of you to come together in connection with ourselves and in connection with other beautiful souls. And I've found that anytime we're doing anything in the community of love and support, we heal more quickly and we grow more quickly. So that's, in a nutshell, what Elevating the Soul is. We also have a Facebook group associated with it where people can communicate and connect and talk and share in whatever way they feel comfortable doing to allow people around the world to be seen and to be heard and to be witnessed as they're healing and growing. And I, I have to, I have to uh, uh, confess that when I first went to uh, Elevating the Soul and I saw all the material there and there's a nominal fee for to uh uh cuz it's a it's a there's a nominal fee to access the site and it's a membership fee and it's very small um and i what i love about it is you you gave people an option to do different levels so the level that i chose was so that if somebody wanted to get on uh that site and didn't have the finances to cover it then maybe i could cover somebody but in any event so as I was looking at the, uh, the various things, you've got something for weight loss. You've got something for addictions. You've got something for for uh, um, smoking. You've got uh, there's a there's all of those things in and of themselves, which are really complete programs in and of themselves, are worth hundreds of dollars each. Um, and so I was looking for the. Oh, you want to quit smoking? Well, here's another. You, you need to pay me another 150. And it, it, there's none of that. <laughs> it's all available for that that original small fee. You can. It, it will take you. I don't know months to go through everything on that site. It's just phenomenal that you did, and that's how I know you that you are genuine and it comes from your heart. Well, thank you for sharing that. I'm glad that that was your experience. It it truly is my intention of offering the maximum amount of healing and growth possible that I possibly can for the most affordable amount that I possibly can. Now, my, my private sessions, the rate is a little higher, of course, because I only have hour-for-hour hour time there. But for the things that I create openly and the things that I'm inspired to share, I do so with as much love and graciousness as I can and, and know that God will guide it to the people who need it and help them to access it in the ways that they can. Now, let's let's talk about your private practice just a little bit because you can do, you you know, this this podcast is going out worldwide. 
and we've had listeners from Germany and from um, from many countries. But you can do this, the work with people. You can do it on the over the phone, can't you? I do. I typically do video conferencing. So I like to see people. I can do it just via the phone, but I do like to see and hear and feel people all at the same time. So as often as possible, I would do so with video conferencing. But yes, I have worked with people all over the world. Some of my favorite clients are in Germany and in South Africa. And <laughs> although everybody's my favorite clients, I love you all. But I, I love it when people can come into my office so I can give you a physical hug and really be there holding space. But not everybody lives in Washington State. <laughs> so yeah. those who do not, I am happy to work with online. Now, an online session does vary in certain ways than an in-person session would. But some of the most powerful sessions I've done and the most beautiful change I've seen have been with people not even on my same continent. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, let's talk about um, your June of this year. You had a pretty interesting June, didn't you? <laughs> I did. I was blessed to spend the month of June on Paradise Island in the Bahamas living in a yoga ashram. It is a traditional spiritual community revolved around yogic philosophy and yogic practices. And in my time there, I was fully immersed in a traditional Shivananda yoga lineage and was trained as a Shivananda Hatha yoga instructor. And what I found so beautiful is that this particular lineage and style of yoga is very, very, very based in balancing body, mind, and spirit. It is not based in, oh, let's exercise and get stronger. Now, getting stronger physically is a nice side effect of this yoga, but the focus of the yoga is returning you to the truth of who you are, which is what I love to do. <laughs> so it is a, a beautiful way to move the body and practice breathing and practice mindfulness that supports everything else that I've already been doing with clients, and I am thrilled to add it to my toolbox of things that I can offer and share. In fact, you have uh, a series of classes coming up in the very near future, don't you? I do. I will be starting my in-person classes in August, and I'm very excited about that. I'll be doing only small group classes, maximum of eight people in each class, to make sure that it's intimate and everyone gets the attention that they need. And hopefully within the next couple of months, I will start putting together my online course as well so that people can start practicing wherever they are in the world and benefit from this Shivananda Yoga. You are just, you're just incredible. I, I just have to say, you're just, you're just incredible. <laughs> if somebody is touched by your message and would like to contact you, how do they do that? The very easiest way would be to take a look at my website at healingforlifewa.com. They can feel me out a little bit more, get a feel for how I do things. That would also connect them to Elevating the Soul. And then they are welcome to give me a call or send me an email, and we can set up a time to talk, <laughs> do a little chit-chatting. We can get to know each other first, make sure we're a good fit, and then we could look at potential private sessions or having them in the online community. Oh, that, that's just awesome. So the website again is? 
It is www.healingforlifewa.com. Now, just just because I have you in a, and I'm a little bit selfish, um, and let's talk about I don't know me. Uh, no, the uh, <laughs> when when I was in your office and I went under hypnosis, am I easy to hypnotize or am I normal? <laughs> because I felt like it was really a profound experience. Mm-hmm. I would say that you are a wonderful client and you did a wonderful job. <laughs> now, there are some people that have a more difficult time relaxing into trust, trusting the process. And instead, they're wanting it to look or feel a certain way. They're questioning if they're doing it right or if it's working. And what I love to remind people is that there's no right or wrong way to experience a session, and there's no right or wrong way to experience hypnosis. Everybody goes in and out of hypnosis all day. It's not this weird state of mind that we're not used to being in. Everybody goes in and out of hypnosis all day. So it's not your job to worry about whether or not you're there. It's not your job to worry about whether or not it's working. You don't have to do any of that. The only thing that is required to work with me or to work with any hypnotherapist or any healer is courage and willingness. If you have the courage and the willingness to look within, then your spirit helps us figure out how to do so. Now, with the question specific to hypnosis, there's only about 3 to 5% of the population that can go into what's called somnambulistic trance, which is a very deep state of hypnosis, which is more like you might see in stage hypnosis, where people are literally falling asleep, their conscious mind shuts down, they're not aware, they don't remember. That is not what we do in hypnotherapy um, with the intention of healing. We don't ever take anybody to that level because I want your conscious mind and your subconscious mind to work together and get on the same page. So nobody falls asleep. Nobody becomes unaware. Nobody forgets what happened in the session. You are talking back and forth with me. We're interacting. You're completely in control. If we're going somewhere you don't want to, you say, hey, not going there. And once people realize that they're in control and I'm not just jumping in and doing things with their mind, they are able to relax into the experience and get exactly what they need out of it. And you did a beautiful job of that, trusting the process and allowing your own soul to guide you where you need it to go. Well, it was interesting. First of all, you can't make anybody uh, bark like a dog or act like a chicken, right? No, I do not do that. <laughs> which, which I'm very grateful for. Uh, <laughs> but, but when I was in your office and I was under hypnosis, it was weird because I still had my own thoughts, but mm-hmm. I was getting words. And I just decided just to let the words come because I was getting one word at a time and mm-hmm. I would just say it. And, and then when, cause you, and you were writing all of this down and I didn't remember what it was that I said, but I would do remember my, my conscious mind was if there was a long pause or something, I would, I would be saying, well, what she's going to ask next? What are you, and, but, but the, the, <laughs> this other, this other side was like, Okay, um, this is what we want to get out. This is what we want to tell you. 
And uh, by the way, I read my son the notes that you sent me, and mm. he said, "Dad, you know I've been telling you that for years." So every, <laughs> and I said, "Shut up." You know, so he was he was right on with with that, and you were right on, and and my my higher self was trying to help me help myself, and that's that's mm-hmm. what is was so so powerful. By the way, we're talking with Melody Litton, and she is an author. She's a hypnotherapist. She's a counselor. She's a coach. She is a wonderful church-going lady, and has a a really fun husband. And uh, who I met, and uh, <laughs> very and and brother-in-law is kind of interesting too. Um, but uh, it's a great it's a great group of people, and I highly encourage you to look up Melody. I'm going to try and twist her arm and see if we can't do this again and take some calls for so that you can kind of get an idea of what she does. But we'll we'll talk about that off the air. But uh, uh, again, Melody, uh, is there anything else you you would like to add? to this podcast on any topic you'd like. The floor is yours. Well, the only thing that I would add is for everyone to take just a moment to breathe and to remember somewhere deep inside of you is a divine, radiant being. And our job on this planet is to remember that. To remember that we are a divine, radiant being. And as we reattune to that over and over, moment by moment, then that divine part of us can guide us in creating the healthiest, happiest life possible. So even if you never talk to me, you never check out Elevating the Soul, we don't work together privately, just remember that, that you are a divine, radiant being. And as you're open to believing that, you'll start to see evidence of it. And as you start to see evidence of it, then it will guide you in creating your healthiest, happiest life. Thank you, Melody, for the, for saying that. That is, that is just awesome. We've come to the end of this podcast. I'd like to thank you again for being with me. Go check out Elevating the Soul. Go check out Healing for Life. Melody is does some incredible work. And, and just remember... Forever trust in who you are, and nothing else matters. So close,
never trusting you.